We're all good. You got a factoid today? You know it, baby. You got a B-sizzle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it you? Someone told me a teacher got fired for saying fishizzle my nizzle. It was like a news anchor, I think. What's that story? Did you tell me that story? No. Oh. It was a news anchor, and the news anchor was black, I think. I know. I guess I get it. That has to be the most. Nizzle? Yeah, maybe we should stop saying it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Schnitzel. We'll just dub over schnitzel. Yeah, that's what we were saying. What's wrong with schnitzel? It's just uh, wiener. I can't believe you get fired over saying wiener on air. Schnitzel's not a wiener, is it? No, that's like the... It's wiener like the, schnitzel. I don't know. Yeah, wiener schnitzel. But that's like wiener is its own separate thing. It's not wiener wiener. So what's a schnitzel? A schnitzel. Let me take you a, a, down a walk down Bavarian Lane. A schnitzel is pork. Oh. That's pounded out. Big old flat pork that's fried. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wow, that I thought yeah, that would be a longer recipe. <laughs> <laughs> you take that and you fry it. You bread it and you bread it with stuff and then you fry it. Oh, okay. I guess that sounded like a dessert. I was surprised when you started it with pork. You thought schnitzel, schnitzel. you went from schnitzel being a wiener to schnitzel being a dessert. Yeah, because my Adopted dad growing up and his side of the family is German and I feel like they made schnitzel. What, what was it? What am I thinking of? Schnitzel? Schnitzel or I think that's a different thing. Well, welcome to the Strip Tease Podcast, where we tease comic strips. I'm Logan. And I'm Cornell. And I'm L Dog. (laughs) And I'm Corndog. (laughs) You sounded so downbeat (laughs) when you started the intro. All right. Welcome to the podcast. I'm L Dog. Uh, My bad. It's all good. Maybe you're right. I got to cheer up a little bit. I got to wake up. Yeah, you know, wake up and cheer up. Slapping yourself ought to cheer you up. <laughs> <laughs> I like pain. No. If you were on a cooking show, this is what schnitzel made me think of. If you were on a cooking show and they're like, you got to make your signature best tasting dish. Ooh. What would it be? <laughs> nope. That's not oh. what I'm going to ask. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that is what I'm going to ask. What would it be? Uh. That's tough. I don't even know. What popped in my mind was glazed, like, maple bacon. Whoa. Who doesn't like that? Right. Yeah, I guess that's my answer. But, uh, yeah, if I just want to impress someone. But that's not really a meal. It's not really substantial. That's a good answer, though. So you, how do you glaze a bacon? Walk walk me through the process. 
you pretty much start cooking it mm. and then glaze it and then yeah. put it back in the oven. Mm. What do you mean by glaze it? You just pour liquid sugar on top of it? Uh, yeah, with a brush. And you brush it with liquid with maple sugar. syrup. Maple syrup. Yeah. Oh, that's a maple glaze. Okay, I get it now. What did I say? I said no. That's what you said. I thought it was a piece of maple bacon. I don't know maple. Right, which is bacon with maple syrup on it. Oh, you're you frustrated me as much as waiters when I (laughs) ask about maple bacon. They're just like, I was like, I don't think this is maple bacon. It is. It's like, oh, anyway. Well, can you take wood from a maple tree and smoke the bacon? Impossible. (laughs) No, I must be right. I think that's what maple bacon usually is. And then no, I shouldn't have got that waitress fired. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. So you you pour maple syrup on bacon and cook it. That sounds great. Who doesn't like dipping the syrup, bacon in the syrup when they're eating a pancake? Yeah, and it's all hardened from being baked in, and you right. d- you keep putting it back in the oven and bake that layer and hardened like a Jolly it. Rancher with bacon inside. I'm listening. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, you don't want that much, maybe, but you so you, <laughs> you suck on it until you get to the bacon in the middle. Oh yeah, I guess it's not. No, it's not a Jolly Rancher. It's crunchier than that. It doesn't like break your teeth. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like glue your jaws shut. I will not touch a Jolly Rancher. Really? Now, as an adult. Yeah, no. Same here. Thank you. I agree. Uh, they really just. I just remember, even as a kid, just them hurting my teeth i way back in the day i went to my grandma's house and she for some reason maybe that it feels like it was that whole generation that would have candy dishes oh yeah i don't do that anyway (laughs) i've noticed Uh, oh i could i could have candy uh but jolly ranchers jolly ranchers were in there one year and really one I don't year. know. Well, I say one year. I don't know how long they were in there, but they were in there long enough to have become gooey, which is probably gross to most people. I know that. Yeah. I've but I those. thought it was the best thing I'd ever tasted. But when they're hard, they're kind of, I hate that texture, but these had somehow melted or congealed or something. Wow. So how many Jolly Ranchers did you put down in that time? I cleaned out her whole house <laughs> i probably left like the lemon ones or something yeah yeah I, I my i remember my dad had a candy jar of shit candy that we just didn't touch for years decades even i don't even know why he got this candy why he kept it in the kitchen but he just had this candy sitting there maybe it was like for when my grandma would visit because she had diabetes and she needed to raise her blood sugar or something. I have no idea why he had this fucking candy. And every once in a while, someone would come over, uh, you know, maybe they would bring their younger kids or something like that. And they'd be, oh, can I have a piece of candy? And he'd go, all right. And then we'd all laugh and watch them eat this disgusting old candy. <laughs> but that's probably had some chewy Jolly Ranchers in there. We, we, we could have used you as a, kid to come over <laughs> right i would have just loved it that also in the uh caramel apple pops those also fucked your teeth up those should be illegal though oh those are so disappointing i went to 
I was just hanging out with Jesse one day over at the shop. Uh-huh. He somehow had tons of those for some reason. I don't know if a client gave him oh. a bag of them, but we started eating them and they taste pretty good. Yeah. But it is the worst, most annoying texture to ever put in your mouth. It's just like you're sucking on. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. And so like Caramel. halfway through our little conversation, I was just like, dude, I. I hate this. And he was like, thank you. I was just thinking the same thing. It was like so fucking gross. But we're just, we keep consuming it because it does taste good. It does taste like, good. Yes. Mm, I kind of hate what I'm doing, but I keep going. It's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, but caramel over a lollipop is just two bad things in one. You yeah. know, it's like the hardest, stickiest caramel in the world. It's hard at first, and then it just turns into tar. And it's connected to a sticky lollipop. And so it that's like, green apple flavored. Ugh. You don't like green apple flavor? No. Not a Puckers guy? I don't know what that is. The liqueur? Oh. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Missed you on Puckers, huh? You never drank in junior high? <laughs> oh, no. I guess not. Um, those things I remember getting like stuck to my teeth. Like yeah. stuck, stuck, like having to yank it off. You don't just wait for it to like slowly disintegrate over time. No, I don't think it would. I think it would. My teeth would start growing around the sucker like a tree, you know? <laughs> yeah. Bad candy. So do you have a special dish that you would cook if someone said, Cornell, what's your signature dish? Yeah, um, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> my juicy rump. Unroasted, raw, and ready, to, but it's hot, baby. My number one dish. Note to self, be... never ask Cornell that question. <laughs> <laughs> um... You don't get invited to a Thanksgiving a lot, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Bring no, your I signature don't. dish, Cornell. <laughs> I feel confident in my ability to cook salmon. Ooh, that's a good one. Salmon, asparagus, maybe some... Uh, Hell yeah. Like a pesto pasta. Oh, dude. That's a way better, healthier meal than I said. Then maple syrup covered bacon <laughs> yeah. but you could probably add the maple syrup covered bacon to my salmon and it would be pretty good yeah and it would still be paleo or whatever right <laughs> right like no uh carbs yeah there's paleo there's keto there's uh other ones i feel like as long as i'm doing one sort of diet at, at per meal it's okay you know, if I go, yeah. if I do keto one meal, then vegan the next, then paleo the next, and then all carbs the next in between those. I'm just carnivore. Just o only meat. Only meat. I talked to a guy who did that once at a shoot. I was like, I got roped into being an extra at like a small shitty shoot. And she's like, I'll offer you a part. This is like, you know, 15 years ago. And and I was like, okay, cool. So I went to the shoot, and it's like, oh, I don't have a part. She's going to make me be an extra for eight hours and then maybe give me a one line at the end, you know? Not good extra work like you. It was shit extra Getting work. a line is 
I, I think I guess it depends, but that could be that could pay off. This wasn't for television. Yeah, but that's maybe better for a reel than me being in the background of like a show. <laughs> True. So anyway, I had to sit at this restaurant and pretend to have a conversation with this random jack off. <laughs> yeah. I feel confident calling him a jack off because he sucks. Not that jacking off sucks. It's <laughs> great. Um, it's not. Well, maybe great. I guess it can be great. Anyway. Um, not this one, though. Not this jack. Not this jack off. <laughs> These are really bad. He's more of a jag off. Jag off. Yeah. I feel like. Exactly. Northeasterners like, say that. I don't know what the difference is, but. When you jack off to the show jag. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Which is bad and gross and everyone agrees. He starts talking to me and he's like, he says, yeah, I don't like vegetables. I don't eat them. What? (laughs) Yeah, don't like them. Don't like fruit either. You actually don't need them. What are you talking about? Yeah. I just eat meat and then I drink this aloe drink and that's it. I'm good. I'm like, you're going to die soon. (laughs) Did he smell bad? He, I don't know. I don't even remember. I just remember being like, this guy sucks. Yeah. And he's also in good shape, you know, because he's like young enough where he's probably just like still everything's oh, working for him. Right. But he's got it all figured out. He I, he thinks he does. We all did at that age, assuming he's 21 or something. I don't know how old he was, and I, I still don't like him. I should <laughs> let that go. I should let that one interaction with this weirdo from 15 years ago go. You know what? I forgive you for being such a jag off. <laughs> yeah, people being just it doesn't matter really what you're saying. People being smug and like they've figured it all out just bugs the shit out of me. Yes. Absolutely. Even if I agree with them, it's like, "Ooh, well I now I'm <laughs> about to change my mind." Right. Oh, yeah, that's the worst when you totally agree with everything they're saying. But they're just such a piece of shit. They're yeah. just like, ah, oh, man. I kind of have this um, love, uh, well, mostly hate, I guess, relationship with that. You know Robert Reich? Yeah, you've brought him up before. He's an know. older liberal. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen any of his shit, have you? No. And actually, I did after you mentioned him. But now I'm not sure if I'm thinking of the right guy. He's an older Older guy, he's like three feet tall. He looks like a fucking dwarf from Lord of the Rings. He's clearly Jewish. Um, I think I know who you're talking about. He, he, uh, you know, yeah. That's, Always a little bit angry, like a lot of pundits. No, he's, he's not. Re- maybe a little bit, but he like does videos where he's like dancing and stuff, like really cringy, like TikTok-y videos. And he's like, you're too old to be doing this, bro. You know what? We can pull him up. Let's let's pull him up. <laughs> let's pull him up. That's a great idea. I want you to see this guy because a lot of the I agree with the things he calls out a lot of the time about wealth disparity and all that shit. But he is just so fucking annoying. It's like the other guy. There's other like there's all these Twitter people who are just like quote Ben Shapiro tweets and then be like, actually you're a fucking, this is wrong. Oh dude. Yeah. Cause these are, it's like a cottage industry to just, so we're going to start off with the inaugurations of, well, which is there anything I should frontline interview him? I love frontline. Is that a good idea? No, that's an hour long, but look at him. 
You just you're really easy to hate just by looking at the guy. Oh, I can tell this will be annoying, probably. Let's see. Now, it is true that no former president has ever been indicted before, but no former president has done what Donald Trump has done before. Undoubtedly, some Trump supporters will be upset by this. The indictment will confirm for them that Trump is not only being prosecuted, but also being persecuted. But Trump has used every move against him so far to claim he's the victim of a witch hunt. This is not new. People say this is the weakest case now being prepared against Trump. Yeah, this is like. Oh, actually, that's a good point <laughs> that he did that, but that's not what he's arrested for. No, but he, there's charges coming against him for that. But do you believe those arguments, Robert? Yeah, that seems like partisan hack take. It's, that's exactly what he is. He has partisan hack takes. But it wasn't offensive to me, really. No, but when he starts dancing, it will be. <laughs> I wish he was fun with dancing. This is more like the TikTok versions. Does anyone want to work anymore? Yeah, I want him to be more... Uh, Right-wing people are so much funnier because they're so, like, ridiculous. They're so much more fun. Dude, there's this guy. I cannot remember his name, but he had a priest on. Red Bar was making fun of him. You know, uh -huh. whatever. But anyway, uh, but he was talking to this. He, first of all, they were in a haunted house set with a Whoa. real priest. And the guy was asking the priest about, uh, uh, like, what's it called exorcisms and stuff yeah. and the priest is like this is serious stuff it really happens and the, and the guy and he's like yeah i uh i met i the interviewer said something like uh have you ever met the devil and the guy the priest was like more than once <laughs> and it was just like so fucking stupid i love that yeah but you don't that. see that on the left and, no. he, and the things that make you mad on the left it's like are very esoteric so it's almost like Right, right, like right, I was, right, right. I have a right-wing family in Texas, and uh, they're, give me just a sec. Whoa, is the name of the thing. Um, all right, where was I? You have a right-wing family in Texas. And, uh, but I was trying to make a point about Hillary Clinton way back in 2016, a point against her from my point of view. But the guy I was talking to kept interrupting and being like, she just wants open borders. It's ridiculous. And I'm just like, yeah, you're not, that's, I'm actually making the opposite point. I want open borders. Right, I'm right. the voter. Right. My point is she has no position, but he can't even get that far because he's so, 
into Fox News and just being fed, fed right. stuff. Our right. side does the same thing, but it's like, right? Ugh, they right. all annoy me. Even the ones I like, are, it's just like, ugh. Yeah, it gets very annoying. It gets very annoying. Um, I like Bill Maher's takes. No. No? No. On what? I don't know any of his specific takes, but I don't like Bill Maher. I know that. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is It's like, but he's douchey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I like most of his takes on issues I care about. Would you vote for him for president? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look at the people. <laughs> like, I, know. I don't want to. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's so true. It's so true. I love it. I love that we're going to get a Biden reelection campaign going. Oh, baby. He's going to be pushing 306 by the time that comes around. It's going to be what? How old is he going to be? He's going to be 80, 80. Is he still going to be in his 80s or will he be in his 90s by the time the reelection happens? I don't even know how old he is. And I don't know who's older, him or Biden. Biden's older. Or, well, that's what right? I said, Biden, right? You, oh, no. You said Trump. Trump. Oh. Oh, re-election. Trump's gonna run for... I guess that would also apply. He'd be reelected if him. It... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. I meant Biden. I meant Biden. Biden's oh. like he was the oldest president ever to take office for his first term. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I think he was in his eighties. But that's still confusing because he could still be like two years older than Trump was, which makes him two years younger. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. But he is older. <laughs> so I wasn't than, sure. <laughs> he is older than Trump. I know that. Gotcha. He's older than Trump. And it's just like, finally, we have someone who can really <laughs> represent us and the younger yeah. generation. You know, it's a miracle. He um, hasn't alleviated all student debt yet. Like he said, he, he promised he would in his campaign because you know, he should remember what college was like. It wasn't that long ago for him. What, 60 <laughs> right. years? Yeah. Well, at least he's, you know, we've got the comprehensive police reform. So right. We've got something yep. going for us. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. No, we, he said, no, we don't need to defund the police. We need to refund the police, which is like right online with the <laughs> younger generation is this Gen Z and whatever, what's in the other gen, TikTok generation, I guess they call it. Um, so I pray he gets reelected. If not, then I'm all Kamala. She's she's really big on back in the blue, too, which is great. And, um, uh, I respect our troops that the police. <laughs> <laughs> I call well, I respect. Police. Yeah, everybody respects our troops. I, I call the police our troops because oh, I, I want you. to continue militarizing <laughs> them with more gear and more money. Tanks, yeah, jets. exactly. Robot dogs. Right. Those are our real troops. I salute the robot dog troops. Have you seen, have you ever seen a robot guard? No. In real life? Because uh, the children's hospital down the street. Yeah. Has a the Dallas patrolling. Children's Hospital, yeah, right. Has it's way down the street. Anyway, it has a patrolling fucking robot, and it's on a hill too. So the robot's like going down hills and like Whoa. getting out of people's way. It's pretty fascinating. I assume it's a guy. I assume there's a guy sitting. In there's front a guy of inside the robot going. <laughs> yeah, there's a, mid- a bike. I assume there's a midget in there. <laughs> Me, Warwick robot. Davis is in there. <laughs> beep boop watch out i'll shoot you beep boop bop 
Have you seen the delivery droids? Beep bop, put a sandwich in here. Uh, I have seen those, yes. Those are kind of cute. I want to, I'm so tempted to like kick them over every time I see them though. I know. It's amazing they, that doesn't happen more, but I guess I know everyone knows they're on camera, I assume. This is why it doesn't happen. But what's going to happen? What are going to do? Yeah, yeah what's going to happen? And it's just like, how dystopian is it of like these food delivering robots running, driving right by like these homeless encampments and stuff, you yeah. know, um, <laughs> which is another funny little anecdote. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is another hilarious episode. But that's why <laughs> <laughs> if we just gave the cops more money, they wouldn't be homeless anymore. <laughs> right. Well, if we send. What would solve the homeless issue is about $40 billion uh-huh. being sent to Ukraine. Right. <laughs> right. Of course. <laughs> of course. And then the, um, we get some, some cleanup drones to um, continually sweep the homeless <laughs> into the ocean, until they get into the ocean. <laughs> and um, That's what they would be called, too. <laughs> These Republicans don't even want the cleanup drones to clean the homeless <laughs> and make them clean and happy. Make them clean and happy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, I think there's a lot of hope. A lot of hope coming in, in the uh, next presidential election. Yes, we You never can. know. It'll come out of nowhere from an unexpected place. Hopefully. I guess I'm kind of counting on things to just work out. You think that someone unexpected is going to start going to run and be exciting? I feel like the most progressive no. guy is like... Gavin Newsom, who's just like doing whatever he can to score political points. I'm not saying he's actually progressive, but who could possibly run for Democratic? President? You know, until recently, I'm, I shook my head. But until recently, I actually really liked him, even though. Yeah, he's got I could he has flaws, but like during the pandemic, for example, even though he got caught having dinner with people without masks, I don't care about that. It's like, yeah, I don't give a shit about I don't that. give a shit about that. And. He did seem like he was genuinely working hard, like yeah. during that time. I don't know, but that doesn't mean he's making all the right decisions or whatnot. But no, he's just like doing whatever he can to like him. He's him and Marco or Ron DeSantis are like going at each other. Like you know, he's like playing ads in Florida to like try and fuck with Ron DeSantis and like prove a point. Oh really? I thought that I thought. I knew the opposite was happening. I didn't know that we did it to them too. Yeah, yeah, Gavin does it to him too. They're like going back and forth trying to like dunk on each other to score political points. As if either one running for president would win the other state. Right. Like neither one would. Right. Like right. what a waste of money. I know. That's the thing too is it's like both of these governors you could point to good things they've done but they're petty and vindictive. <laughs> Or at least, at least that, DeSantis for sure. What's good has DeSantis done? Uh, I approve of his laissez-faire approach to the COVID. Honestly, I think uh. he had it right, maybe by accident, but yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's but, fair. Uh, Just not. But doing what he's anything. and and actually, what he's doing to Disney policy-wise, I would agree with. But oh his, right. But his right. reasoning. We talked about that last time. Yeah, but he he's doing it to get back at them, and it's like. That's very uh, dictator. <laughs> right. You know, that shouldn't be your. Right. Exactly. Your what motive. you go to work for to get right. your enemies back. <laughs> right. 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 You've got to be thinking about 
you know, I don't know. I think he's also just doing research to figure out because he kind of wants to do to Florida what Disney did to their property. You know, he wants to hire his own police force and his own like army, pretty much. He wants the DeSantis army. I don't know what you're referring to. Yeah, me neither. Oh, <laughs> he could be. I don't know. That just would be a serious thing. I think probably I probably a tweet I scrolled past or a article on Reddit that I didn't read. That's probably where I'm getting that information. I mean, so. we all do that. That's that's why we all get duped is because there's so much information and we all have to work and do our own operate our own fucking lives. Right, 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 right. But I don't know. It's worked out so far, really. So we'll see. <laughs> the yeah. world's starting to turn on us, I think. Europe is. Yeah, that's true. That's true, which I love. I don't want those assholes anyway. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. But I mean, it. but they're right to have a bad, to have their right. Well, more right countries for us to go to war with. More troops for us to respect. <laughs> right. Um, Somehow that makes, I don't even see in the long, long term how our militarism makes us. Well, maybe I should shut up because it's probably. Well, it probably does make us money, but. Uh, Raytheon and all the military contracts and stuff makes those people money. And that's, exactly. So, but isn't that siphoning all of our tax dollars, and that's Logan, what's causing isn't inflation that what, and shit? Isn't that what our whole government is all about? Siphoning tax dollars off to private companies? Isn't that what capitalism has become? <sighs> yeah, that's what fascism is. <laughs> that's like a definition of fascism. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at. That's yeah. where we're at. Which, um, although I looked at it recently, and it. I know that that used to be a definition of fascism, but I looked it up recently and it was like an authoritarian dictator who uses religion and uh, patriotism. And I was, I was just like, I don't think, yeah. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> he uses religion and patriotism. It doesn't sound so bad. That sounds kind of nice. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'd move there. I moved to that country. I don't know. I'm ready for a fascist government. I accept it with AI and stuff. Let them do all the work. Give everyone, give all the people. I, I don't know if it's ready yet. Yeah, I'm more ready than I am. I'll tell you that much. Everything would be slightly off if AI right now was running it. AI, <laughs> they just, the newest update of chat GPT Look this up. This is an article that I saw on Reddit and didn't read, okay? <laughs> okay. Chat GPT, the newest update, passed the medical license exam, perfect score, and then right after diagnosed a one in a hundred thousand disease. That's okay. That's not impressive. That's like, how what do you mean? That's how Google works. You think Google, you could ask Google all the exam questions and it would give you all the answers. And then you could say, what's the cure for this rare disease? And it would give you the answer. No, it can't. That's it not, diagnosed the disease. It didn't cure it. Yeah. You could say my eye is, uh, bleeding and my butt is, uh, 
Pus is coming out of my ass. Uh, what do well, I have? Everything I've typed into Google on WebMD sounds like I have cancer and I'm dying. Uh, well, I hope you're not. <laughs> I hope I'm not too, but it's, it constantly goes. You've never Googled like, hey, my my toes acting a little funny. And they're like, oh, yep, you probably have cancer. Google's never acted like disappointed like that. No. <laughs> With like a. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Hate to tell you. <laughs> no, if you go to WebMD, it's always the worst case scenario for anything. Don't you feel that way? They're, oh, I got slight, I got a slight cough, and it's like, yeah, you're probably you're probably gonna die in 20 minutes. Maybe. I did go to the emergency room once, and it turned out to be a panic attack. And as soon as the as the doctor told me it was all in my head, it was like, oh. And then it was gone. Yeah. And then it was gone, and then I owed him 600 bucks or whatever. <laughs> Ouch. That sucks. To tell me that. Yeah. Next time, you should make go to Dr. Green Thumb first. <laughs> Smoke some weed. See if you're still having a medical emergency. Should have done it. Should have, could have, would have. Should have, could have, would have, my man. Should have, could have, would have. I think the worst candy there is... Circus peanuts. Oh, good choice. Or the wax bottles with the syrup inside. Those like, are okay with me. No way. Do you They're not the my wax? favorite candy. I like chewing on wax, but I don't swallow it. But yeah. I think you can. So you just chew on the wax and spit it out. Yeah. Do you put the whole bottle in your mouth and chew it up? Or do you take off the top, drink the juice, and then chew on the wax? You got to pretend to drink it like it's a real bottle you get to yeah. pretend like you have a real bottle like an adult i don't even know what the appeal of those are but there's <laughs> something crazy. cool about it they're great wax lips uh are those even a candy well i mean the circus penis are just way worse than both of those candy corn's pretty bad too i would take candy corn a billion times over oh a wax lip or a circus peanut or that a soda makes bottle. sense because Jelly Belly started out doing candy corn. I looked it up after a little conversation. <laughs> really? Yeah, it turns out I was calling them Big Jelly Bean. It's like, they're the largest independent candy company that isn't owned by a conglomerate. I was like, thank oh, you. Ouch. But it's still shitty corn syrup product. <laughs> doesn't mean it doesn't taste good. Next episode, I'm going to bring, we're going to do a blind taste test. Okay. Jelly Belly and another, a Brax. Jelly bean. Brax. Does, uh, is there a candy store like C's Candy that makes jelly beans? Yeah, I mean, because je jelly beans just suck in general. I don't know if I'm even... Not unless, jelly bellies. Unless they're made by a small company with real sugar. I've had jelly beans that are good. But like okay. Brax? I don't know. Brax? It's I just more corn syrup. Is there so you've had small market jelly beans like gourmet? Yeah, I guess so. Wow, I don't know what circles you're running in to get those, but I am jealous. The candy shop in Hayward, Wisconsin, I'm pretty sure. Wow. All right, I'm going to do some research about real authentic corn syrup free, maybe Mexican jelly beans like Mexican Coke, you know? Ooh, maybe. But then you're going to get like Maybe different flavors, which could be good. Horchata jelly bean. 
That would be good. I mean, tamarindo. One of the popular jelly bellies oh is popcorn. I don't want a popcorn jelly bean. No, popcorn jelly bean uh, used to be my least favorite. I used to hate that one with a passion. I don't mind it so much anymore. But um, it's not great. I like how we go from uh, talking about fascism and <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> to jelly beans. Oh, are you ready for your fact? Yes, I am. Lay it on me. Okay. I'm ready to learn. Okay. 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 Ready to learn. Ready to learn. Okay. You ever say something like that and your tongue doesn't go as quickly as you want it to? I'm like, I'm ready to learn. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I cannot wait to listen back and hear you say that again. It sounded really good. I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to learn. Lay it on me. <laughs> Trying as, to talk as fast as I can. Okay. Oh uh, man, that was a that was incredible. Okay. Um. Let's see. Okay, so this is a fact about Hagar, the horrible. All right. Um. So, and this is from a article on mental floss don't sue us mental floss but thank you jake rawson for your sick article absolutely mind-blowing shit over here fucking journalist <laughs> of the century uh you're like the robert reich of hagar the horrible <laughs> dick brown the father the guy the creator of hagar was working on hagar when he was working on it the Viking was prone to bouts of excessive drinking. When his son, Chris Brown, took over the strip, not that Chris Brown. Okay. <laughs> he made a deliberate decision to minimize Hagar's imbibing. When my father was doing the strip, he did an awful lot of gags about Hagar falling down drunk and coming home in a wheelbarrow. And as times go on, that doesn't strike me as that funny anymore. Oh, <laughs> that sounds too real. That's what he told for Chicago Tribune in 1993. So if you're looking for a hard drinking, fun, loving Hagar, got to go pre 93. All right. That's a great fact. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. And that's all she wrote. By the way, where'd you get that Foster's farm jacket? Thrift store. Oh, Asked and answered. Is that where everything is from? Everything that I've ever worn? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. The pants are. The jacket is. The shirt is not. The hat is not. The shoes are not. And the socks and underwear are not. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I don't think they sell those. Oh, man. I think they some they sell some underwear. I believe they told me to... Never send underwear and socks over there. <laughs> Maybe that was just you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Never <laughs> again. Okay. Oh, they said wash them first. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and please uh, don't take them off your body to donate here. Bring them <laughs> from home. Ay, 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 ay. Are you a big uh, golf guy? I golf. 
sometimes, occasionally, play par three golf, like the smallest part of the smallest, the step up from mini golf. Right. <laughs> uh, you remember when we all went golfing that one time? No. You, me, Sean Green, and uh, Ryan Kramer. <laughs> Kramer. No. I don't oh, remember, remember you. That? No. Yeah, I went once. I like kind of pouted because they you guys planned a thing without me, and then the next weekend, uh, Ryan invited me, and then I was way worse than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then neither of us ever brought it up to the other again. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Do you like golf? Would you want to play again? Yeah, sure, but you would have to have the understanding that I suck. I, yeah. I'm not going to hold up the team, the, the group, and. Well, we went Shit, to. But um, also, you're not gonna want to take my score seriously. No, I mean, well, <laughs> the way I play now. Wait for me. I go to the par three, which is close to you. Just look, Google the Dallas par three. It should be right there, and um, and you know, you just bring two, like a pitching wedge and a putter. Does that make sense to you? Do you know what, what that is? or? Yeah, but I just realized I sold my golf clubs a while ago. <laughs> you can rent clubs there for like 50 cents. Oh, okay. Or you can go to a thrift store. Speaking of thrift stores, oh, yeah. they're always selling golf clubs. Of course, yeah. As long as you're not lefty. Right. I'm not. I am, so I can never find them at a thrift store, which sucks. But um, it's really easy, and everyone there sucks, you know? Not too many people are good. At the public course. At the public course, yeah. Part three, because it's really low stakes there. So you'd be fine. I probably got to go to a shooting range first, which I think, not shooting, but driving. driving range. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're planning on doing at this golf course, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay away from my ball! <laughs> uh, have you ever shot a gun? Yeah. Have How you? long ago? Um, no, years ago, my dad growing up, my family never had any guns, but after I was an adult, my dad got a license and he got a pistol. I think, well, Mm. he did get a pistol because you were his security and you left, I guess so. Uh, but he, it's funny. He was kind of freaked out by the uh, little class he had to take because it was like a bunch of rednecks basically. And a guy, the teacher was like. Now, if you get a gun, you've got to be prepared to use it. And if you use it, you've got to be prepared to kill someone or, you know, wow. like put it in those stark terms. But you got to realize the power. I mean, I think he was just trying to get across yeah. the power of the gun. But I think it really freaked my dad out. I, I think it's good to be freaked out yeah. about your gun. You know, you don't want to be Definitely. whipping it out willy nilly. You know? No. And people who don't know about guns do shit like that. They'll just be like, oh, cool. And they'll like aim right, it at you. Like, right, as they're right. looking at it. Right. Yeah, definitely. I believe in the Second Amendment. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you shall you not ever- infringe upon my right to have an AK-47 in my house. Have you ever shot a gun? Of course. Every day. Have you really? Unless it was a good day, like Ice Cube said. Uh, yeah, I have. I have really. I have really. I've yeah, shot um, Tech Nine, Mac Ten, Bazooka, you name it. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, 
nuclear warheads. I shoot those every once in a while. Take them to the shooting range. <laughs> You've got to exercise your Second Amendment. Or you're not, it's not going to be around anymore. <laughs> exactly. I think shooting guns is fun. Me too. But not enough to own one. No, they scare. I would be so terrified if I owned one. If I owned one and someone broke into my house, I would be. I would take out. If I was so scared, I pulled out a gun, which is such a crazy idea. I can't even fathom it. I think they would immediately get the gun out of my hands and shoot me <laughs> right. with it. Yeah. I yeah, that's. It's weird. I mean, in any urban setting, it's Dallas. bizarre. Yeah, exactly. It's bizarre to want or to even own a gun. I don't know. It's a it's bizarre to feel safer with a gun because it's like in an apartment complex. I don't know. Right. It's just not practical. It's not practical. And I couldn't live with myself knowing I shot a person again. No, for the first time. Dude, you and know, there's, like, there's these weird people, too, who are like... I can't wait till someone sneaks into my house. I've got my yes, gun right. right next to my bed. It's like, right. you're like cheering for someone to give you an excuse to kill somebody, you freak. Have you ever heard of PTSD? <laughs> you know, have you ever talked to someone who's gone to war and killed someone? They're not like, oh, yeah, babe. Well, I guess some people probably are. They're freaks, but it's probably because they have their own mental damage. But I don't. I wouldn't want to talk about that because I respect our troops. Yes, the police. We support the troops. Yes, the police. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I support the troops. I feel bad for them. Yeah, I don't support our leadership. That's for sure. Right. Right. Dicey. Why? Why should they? Why should they be out fighting wars so far from home when they could be at our border protecting it? <laughs> And teaching kids about guns. Even though we also kind of run Mexico, it's like, it's so messed up. Ugh, we shouldn't get off on these tangents. But it's like. Oh, man. They need to protect that border. And if they also, you know, it's not just the people from Mexico coming into this country. So if we could send them to the southern border of Mexico and have them protect that border too, that would help. I bet there are people really saying that. <laughs> why don't we send our troops to in like totally make a circle around the border of Mexico <laughs> just keep them in and just make sure they stay in it'd be nice gig for a troop you get to hang out on the beach they're yeah, all pretty much on beaches yeah you got your Jose Cuervo yeah, there. right. If you want to drink the shittiest tequila. No, I was trying no to man. think of uh, what's the beer that always advertises Corona. Oh, yeah. Was, you got your Corona there. Corona and lime. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. No, but if people suck, if you want to treat people by well, it goes back personality. to that. It goes back to that partisan hackery. That's all. I mean, I feel like, well, I'm underemployed and I don't know. We both work in entertainment. We're probably paying closer attention. And I feel like people don't even realize they're in a bubble. Like two, someone from LA has a complete different idea of what the word woke means from someone from. Sure. Texas, Nebraska. Right. Nebraska. They don't know that it originally was just meant you're aware of black history. Right. Well, to but that's that, bad to them. To well, that's my point, though. Like, no, they think some people think 
it refers to like this fake corporate, uh, like right virtue signaling, which is bad. But we don't of call course. it wokeism here. We just right. call it something else. But that's that's what I they're referring to. That's bad. Like I don't know if it's bad for Bud Light to be like, hey, we support trans rights. It's like very. Well, it's virtue I'm signaling. more thinking Disney. Like, yeah, I don't know. Right. Is it bad to pretend to be advocating for black people and then shrink the black person on your poster for China? Maybe. Right. Maybe the right. problem isn't that they were advocating, but that they shrunk the thing. I get what you're. So yeah, I see. What, but, yeah, I mean, whatever. What I don't know. I think knows? just stay it's, out it's of complex. that. Yeah, exactly. It's a complex scenario, um, but you know, ultimately, it's like um, abortion. Like pro abort or a pro-choice people are like the pro-life people just want to mess with women's bodies. Meanwhile, the pro-life people are just like uh, the pro-choice people just want to kill baby. It's right, like right. both of you are wrong about the other. Right. In my opinion, right. For the most part. Right. 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 Yeah, it's not well. It's not about having a conversation. It's about I. I watch rallying the troops. You know, I watch, which we respect. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I watched this documentary about Jerry Falwell Jr. You know the guy. He's like the president of Liberty University. His dad was like a tel- big televangelist, Jerry Falwell Sr. Uh huh. And it's about how you know he he got he liked to be cucked by his pool boy. This was a documentary? Yeah. It was a big story that came out. Jerry Falwell Jr. Oh, you're Jr. not kidding at all. Not kidding at all. <laughs> not kidding you at all. You said such less outrageous shit and just busted out laughing. That was in, That's insane. Yeah, I yes. I never would have guessed that. Although sometimes, yeah, I guess those are the people that do that shit. They met a pool boy at a resort and... It's so funny got that it's a guy pool to, boy. Yeah, they would fly him all over the place and he would just fuck... Jerry Falwell Jr.'s wife and he, Jerry Falwell Jr. would would JFJ would just sit on the couch or whatever in the corner of the room and watch. And that was like a thing. And then it got, came out. But the interesting part was, well, that was very interesting. I guess interesting is the wrong choice of words. That was very interesting um, and, and great. Um, but Jerry Falwell Sr., they said in the documentary, he, so he was a huge televangelist, right? Yeah. And he had a lot of power. He's getting all this money. People are sending him all this money. And he was. Pause on. real quick. Was Junior also a televangelist when he was doing all this shit? No, he's, he's been on TV. Cause that's what I was under the impression of. Maybe. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, he's, he's the owner of Liberty university and he has speaking engagements and stuff like that. He probably is involved. Yeah. He's definitely involved. He's definitely involved. Um, was the dad involved? Did the dad, was the dad aware of the pool boy? The dad, I think has been dead for a while. So no, I don't think so. But before all that, the dad was a televangelist. He had all this money, had all this power, you know? Um, and he wanted some power in politics, but couldn't get in there. This is like in the seventies, right? Didn't have any power in politics. And then Roe v. Wade happened and he went, oh, wait a second. I think this is my angle in. And so he started preaching in his televangelism that abortion is murder 
and that is wrong and you're killing these babies and if you love god you won't have an abortion and it really picked up steam and all these uh it, it got him the all the political power he wanted because all of a sudden all these people started really listening to him and voting based on what he was saying made it a big enough issue where politicians had to address it interesting isn't that interesting it is so i feel like i kind of vaguely remember that story but yeah i never so that's what made it a national conversation it wasn't that it's always been such a gray issue it's just because fucking jerry falwell senior wanted power and we got it for him i get frustrated by my own side on this issue because my argument is uh it's a I don't believe all abortions are good and I don't believe all abortions are bad. It's a case by case sure. basis. Sure. And in most every case, the final deciding person should be the woman who is pregnant. I mean, that's a very straightforward, common sense way to lay it out. Right. And just be like, it doesn't mean it's moral necessarily. And you don't even have to think it's right, but it's, Not it's better for the person to decide rather than a judge or like, Right. have to go to court just to have an operation, you know. Right, right. That's our angle. And I feel like that's what I want our side to say. I don't want our side to just demonize, like, religious people, like, they're trying to take over women's bodies. I mean, I don't know. That annoys me because most of them aren't thinking in those terms. Even if that's true on some level, that's not their intention. Well, they're thinking they're stopping murder. Right. <laughs> and you have to acknowledge and understand that and address that, not, you know. But the goal of the people pushing these narratives isn't to have a r- realistic conversation, just like all these fights, is to I think make some of it them so are. black and white. I, I ex- Yeah, but I think some of some people who really are trying to make these arguments also get swept up in that whirlwind of what you're talking about. Like, the media is just trying to have us battle each other. Right. But I do think people really get swept up in it and they really start thinking like their bubble. Yeah, absolutely. And they just regurgitate it. Absolutely. Well, because they're not, they're not trying to be manipulative. They're just, you know, no, it's not manipulative, but if you are in, in this bubble and you're just seeing one side of the argument, no matter what side it is, um, and then you have a argue, you have a open, honest, perfect discussion, right? With right. with someone from the opposite side, you both have a heart to heart. You're not baiting each other. You just have a real open dialogue, and it changes your mind. What do you, you? You can't let it change your mind, right? If you're, you want to go back back to Facebook and be like, well, actually, I think I was wrong. No, you have a whole bubble that you got to keep up with. You know? Yeah, yeah. Your audience will leave you. Right. Or some of them will. Right. Or you'll just be indo- you'll just be indoctrinated all over again by the bubble that you were in. Yeah, the, the new bubble. Well. Anyway, we solved it. So take that. <laughs> Instead of Roe v. Wade, it's L-Dog versus the Corn Dog. <laughs> Go to it, Biden. And you got my vote. There's a few things. That would go a long way to get my vote. If that happens, if he codified Roe v. Wade, I mean, it wouldn't be called Roe v. Wade abortion rights, I guess, if he codified abortion rights into law. But it's they, the Republicans have the Senate now, so probably right. going to happen. <laughs> right. He had two years to attempt it. Right. Anyway, though.
Ugh. Yeah. Well, just give the money <laughs> to the police. They'll figure it out. <laughs> Maybe that's who should decide the, the cops. And they that's should. a good idea. <laughs> and they should use a gun to like we need a happen. new <laughs> and if they miss that just that's god interfering and saying like no we need a new division of the cops and they're the abortion cops and they they go one by one every woman gets pregnant and they go you need an abortion you don't need an abortion the women don't get to say anything <laughs> right <laughs> unless they're women cops and, right right <laughs> And, the, and they have tanks, and they have bazookas, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they have drones and robot dogs. <laughs> a helicopter down your sh- chimney <laughs> and shoot you in your pregnant belly if you need an divor- if, uh, abortion. If you need an abortion. Otherwise, you're going, you're, you're serving hard time. Right. All right. Well, there and you go. And so's your baby. <laughs> so is your baby. Life sentence. <laughs> I mean, that'd be great if they could have babies and put them directly in prison. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Make so much money I'm for sure it. Sure, someone has genuinely said that and meant it. <laughs> All right, it's time for the comics. We made it. Yeah. And we are bringing back a rum- the rumble from the bumble. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're bringing back another crazy fight. For your our lives, um, we last week we both guffawed, chuckled our dicks off over two hilarious comics. Logan brought in DC. I brought in Hagar, the horrible, and they were both really good. DC, that's what I said. You said DC. Whatever. <laughs> so now let's. They're they're off to battle again and. And I know you're on the edge of your seat wherever you're listening to this podcast or watching this video. Again, you can uh, watch us at youtube.com slash striptease podcast. The striptease? No, no, the striptease podcast. And um, you can hit us up on our soul, social media, Instagram, Twitter, at striptease cast. Get in there. Send us a message. Send us a picture of your but <laughs> all right, are you going to start? Yeah, sure. All right. The first so five people that send us a picture of their butts get $5 of Cornell's money. All right. So I brought BC again and uh, you know what? I was looking through their little feed and they have a few good ones. Oh, but, well, let's uh, hope it wins. I brought, the best one, of course, I hit. Okay, I'll go first. I'm doing Hagger the Horrible. <laughs> and um, this one is a two-paneler. That's it. Just two quick panels. And if you don't know, Hagger's a Viking, which is what makes him horrible. And um, he sobered up, but he used to be a lot drunker. And uh, he has got a wife, Helga, and he's got a daughter, too, who's kind of a babe, TBH. So the daughter's talking to Helga, his wife, and she goes, Mama, did you get butterflies when you first met Daddy? And the next panel, she's talking. She's, Helga says, 
I got fleas. <laughs> Even then, your dad hated taking baths. This is a picture of real dirty, scuzzy Hagar holding a beer. That's pretty funny. I know. It would have been better if you just said, I got fleas. And right. they showed him being all dirty or her scratching her ass. All right. Well, let's see how it fares. You gotta, gotta, BC. Chuckle. gotta chuckle. Yeah, these are both historical comic strips. Right. This is from the caveman times before Christ, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. BC is the name of some one of the characters. Anyway. All right. So there's four panels. I guess the panels don't matter. I'll just tell you the conversation that's going on. So everything, everyone's a caveman. Uh, <laughs> sometimes that's not relevant, really. But this guy, <laughs> this guy walks up to a stand, and, and the guy at the stand, the stand has a sign that says, Flight Simulator, Two Clams. And the guy walks up to it and says, Ooh, I'll try that. And the guy goes, Step right in. So the caveman gets in a box and this other caveman who's just a beard, he's just a head, a beard and head. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Nose arms sticking and out with eyes. Yeah. He picks up the box, starts walking and the guy inside the box goes, Ooh, I feel something. And then the guy throws the box off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right. I like it. Let me see that. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Well, we got a clear winner. BC does it again. That was, damn, I didn't think BC had it in them like that, but they're proving proving me wrong. They're good. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for listening slash watching. And until next time, keep listening. Keep laughing. (laughs) And And keep stripping. stripping.